0: Oh, good Monday morning, everybody. I'm back, and I am Glenn the Geek, I'm back in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I am Jamie Jennings, and I never left. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, still, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 11th, episode 2970, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, Horse World. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning.
0: First, the bad. It's Monday.
2: But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week. Filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning.
0: Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And thank you to Lisa for filling in for me last week. Did the shows go well? You did okay? Okay. Man, oh, we
2: didn't we didn't miss you a bit.
0: Okay, oh, good. good. <laughs> I like it. Well, maybe I can just take all the time off now and be on a cruise nonstop. That'd be good. Coming up on today's show, we have Kayla Benny, host of the Sales and Breeding episode, telling us about winning the ten thousand dollar future pre at the World Equestrian Center over the weekend. Justine Griffin is joining us. She's host of Heels Down Happy Hour, and she's stopping by to celebrate their 100th episode. And apparently you all still have a question, First World Problems. While I was gone, you still had problems. So we're going to go over those. And in the Auditor Post Show, we're going to talk about how Jamie has been doing Breeding All Wrong, plus a couple movie reviews. You saw Thor, we both saw the Minions, so we'll talk about that, too, in the Auditor Post Show. I got home, I'm going to do my equestrian first world problem first, okay? Um, my It's more of a real first world problem, actually, than an equestrian first world Is problem.
2: It's, well, well, I'll be the judge of that.
0: Okay, well, I, I got home, now I have to cook and clean myself. Oh, yeah, just
2: that's not a real problem, <laughs> just, <laughs> that's just life.
0: <laughs> it seems like a real problem, it's like, when you go on a cruise, they do everything clean your room twice a day, cook all your meals. And it's like, uh, get home and I have to cook and clean and do the dishes. It's just uh.
2: You could be like that guy. And there are a couple that decided to go live on a cruise ship for life.
0: Like There's it was cheaper to do that. a lot of people doing it now. We met one really? on our, our last cruise. We met an old guy who was just cruise ship to cruise ship. And he would stay on one cruise ship for about a month. And then he would switch. Uh, oh, and it' be about another month. And he said it was cheaper than a retirement home because they are so expensive. So he just did that. And again, he didn't have to cook and clean. So there's that. And they That's all knew amazing. him.
2: And that is amazing <laughs> that it's cheaper than a retirement home.
0: I know. Because retirement homes are so ridiculously expensive now. Wow. Hey, uh, I wanted to remind everybody that coming up, we are going to I have the date now, August the 17th. I will be in Oklahoma sweating my double A-S-S off with uh, Jamie at her farm there and we will be doing episode 3000 of Horses in the Morning the Side running. note, yeah.
2: Glenn sent me an email saying we will be there from the what 14th to the 18th and my thing is like I have to entertain you
0: for four days. No, you days. see that we're self-entertaining that's why we bring our own digs <sighs> to stay in mm. so, and we'll be working too so it's part of mm-hmm. that too. So you don't have to worry about us. Just give us a place to plug in. As long as we have air conditioning, (laughs) we'll be good. (laughs) Yeah, so we're celebrating episode 3000. That's why we're coming out. And we want you to help us celebrate. We won't be able to take callers because I won't have all my equipment out with me at Jamie's house. So we want you to leave a voicemail. And you do that by going to horseradionetwork.com. Go on your phone to horseradionetwork.com to the browser. Click on the voicemail line on the right-hand side of the page. It will take you to the voicemail. You hit record, start talking, and leave us like a 30-second voicemail of what the show means to you, how long you've been listening, what you like about it, that kind of thing. So we just want to play those in our 3,000th episode and hear from all of you. Uh, and they've started really coming in this morning, so we're starting to get a lot more of them. We hope to have a bunch. I know Radiothon, no challenge, uh, but on Radiothon, we get usually get, what, 100 to 200? So uh, I don't know that we'll have time to play a hundred voicemails, but hopefully we get we get dozens, and uh, we can we can we can hear your voices on episode three thousand. Basically, it's a way for Jamie and I to get out of recording and just well, play your voicemail.
2: You know, I was thinking like to me, what I would like to hear from people is what the show has meant to them, done to them, taught them, entertained them, like what we do that that makes makes them happy. Like, I know that we've uh, been able to adopt out some horses to listeners, which is awesome. And I want to hear from those people. And I want to hear from the people that like this segment. Uh, you know what, if you don't like something, totally send that too. we just won't play it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but one, one of the things too, I totally agree with you. I love that idea. And if you have a story, I know, one time we did a health segment on being cast in your stall. And we talked about how to uncast a horse. And the next week, one of the listeners wrote and said, I had my horse got cast and I knew exactly what to do. So if you have that kind of story, that's perfect, too.
2: I learned I I had to uncast a horse, too. And because of that episode, I I figured it out. So, yeah, stuff like that we want to hear about.
0: That'll be fantastic. We look forward to hearing from all of you, and we're very excited to be the longest-running daily podcast in the world, and I'm very excited to hit episode 3000, because I don't think any of us ever thought we'd get to that point. That's a lot. Well, happy birthday to our following auditors, Emily Bentz, Katie Dixon, Heather Schneider, Danielle Bacher, and Denise Higgins. Happy birthday to all of you. And I'm very excited that we have some brand new auditors too in the last week, Heather's or Helen Sayre and Amy Robinson. Thank you both for, for joining the party and for being part of this. this wild ride uh, in the auditor room. And I think both of you have joined the auditor room already. So we look forward to having you in there as well. And also increasing their pledge was Clark Barton. Thank you, Clark, for your additional support. We do appreciate it. If you want to become an auditor, go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. For as little as $3 a month, you too can join the party.
2: Oh my gosh, I did something yesterday that was so awesome to me. I mean, it doesn't look super amazing, but it felt super amazing, and that is, Glenn, so I have, for some reason, have all these baby horses in my barn. It's July, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take July off from training other people's horses, and just, if I can get to one of my horses, I will, but like, it's July, and it sucks. I mean, this July sucks no rain it's
0: especially hot everywhere
2: it's so hot and so i was like you know i'm gonna do anything but yesterday morning was actually really nice for some reason the heat wasn't coming in until later in the day so i went i said chad i'm gonna go ride miles baby and delusion three years old and uh miles is let's see What's the nice way? Well, he's super fat. Like where's a muzzle, like (laughs) lazy and fat, (laughs) but like not because he gets treats. He eats diet food. He's just an air fern. One of those, you know, and, and, and as a person that's kind of, I have the one Mustang who hasn't had any problems recently, but he's been fat, but most of the I, I just have thoroughbreds and senior horses that I just dump food to, and so it's been a special challenge for me to not to, to starve one. Like it's hard for me to starve things. I just See? want to give them See, food you and love. See, now you've gone
0: through a Scooter all these years.
2: Yes, but you're broke to it. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 used to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you that's true.
2: Adopted the horse, knowing, but it, I, I bought him and like, oh my god. I was like, he literally eats nothing and he has a muzzle and he's, you can't, you can't feel his ribs for nothing. I mean, I don't think an ultrasound probe could reach his ribs. Like, and it's there's so just, hard
0: because you're going, like, how is he living? I'm not feeling, feeding him anything.
2: I know and he wears a muzzle, but he's really sneaky. Like he'll, he'll figure out a way to like break one of the ties on the muzzle and I'll look out and he'll put his nose down, like slide his face sideways along the ground and be like sucking up grass from the side of the muzzle. So we have like double bailing twine all over this thing to like really get it tight. And so now I think I've got to sort it out, but I was like, I'm going to ride him because he needs exercise. I need to burn calories on this horse and you get on this horse. And he's like, "Mm, I just like to stand still. Thank you. I don't, I don't want to move. It's hard.
0: Well, when I'm you're fat. When you're really fat, it's hard to move.
2: And so I was like, we are going to do it.
0: so. By the way, I, I am, feel that way after a week cruise, by the way. I'm sure <laughs> you
2: do. I'm sure you do. Well, it's been interesting to like get him to move because he doesn't want to move. And he is an Andalusian. He's a PRE. He's supposed to be this amazing, you know, like have this amazing dressage ability. But like to have that, you have to actually move.
0: A pee off and Passage would be kind of tough right now.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, there's none of that. So I have yet, I've been riding this horse now for like three months. he has been under saddle and I cannot get him to canter. Like he will not canter. He canters on the ground in the round pin, but he will not canter when you get on him. He's just like, no. So I went back to basics several weeks ago. I would take him in the round pin and I'm like, I'm going to teach him a verbal cue to canter. Because the leg thing and trotting into the canter, the more leg you put on, he just goes, you know, like it's like kind of fades into nothingness and stands still. So I was like, I'm going to teach him a verbal cue. So to, the cut to go is cluck, 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 you know, then I was like, I'm going to teach him to canter when I kiss. So if I kiss, that means canter. And he's gotten really good at in the round pen. He doesn't do it for very long, but that's okay. He's only three. So I kiss and he canters. So yesterday I was like, we are going to put it to the test. And I took him out in the big arena, and I kissed, and Canter! Yay! Wow,
0: with you on him.
2: With me on his back. Turns out I can train a was horse. Was it the
0: slowest canter in history?
2: It was slow, and it was on the wrong lead, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, and it only got like three strides come later. at a time. Uh, it doesn't, but the fact is he did it. You know, like that's the 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 thing about training horses is, especially a horse that doesn't want to move forward, If you ask them to move forward and you're like, yes, I finally got it. And then you do 20 circles at the gate that they don't want to really do. Like say I cantered him for four full circles, then he's not going to want to canter break into the canter next time because he's going to be in his brain. Oh God, now I got to do this for like 20 minutes and I don't want to do it. And I'm anthropomorphizing a little bit, but for the most part, all I did was ask him to canter and he did it and he did three or four strides. And okay, good. And then we went around and we did it again. And he then picked up the wrong lead yet again. I don't know how because he was like circling to the left and he just kept picking up the right lead, (laughs) but I don't care. I asked him for canner, and he did it twice. And then I got off and I was like, yeah, baby steps, baby steps. Exactly. (laughs) So just, and it's funny. Did it feel like you were
0: in slow motion?
2: Yeah. I mean, he, but the thing is, it's so hard to even post on him because he's so incredibly smooth. Like he just moves along the ground, like almost like a gated horse. It's weird. There's no up. It's just like smooth sailing. And that's his kind of natural tendency. I'm sure as he gets stronger and bigger, that'll improve. But for the most part, he's just really smooth. So you have to really kind of work to post on him. So when I ask him to go into that canter, he just kind of like, melted into the canner, which was nice too, but also again, very, very smooth. Um, even for just the three strides before he slammed on the brakes and said, I did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have a gated and illusion.
2: Yeah. I, I watched the video. I look back, <laughs> okay. and he's not gated, um, but it definitely feels like that. It's so smooth, but because he's young, you don't want to do a sitting trot on a three-year-old forever, you know? So you have to post to help their back out. So I'm doing all these things. Anyway, What's funny is that I sent the video to farm boy, farm boy, who is up in Wyoming and he is like branding cattle. He is doing some serious cool stuff, but we've been in touch all summer. And so I sent him a video because the last time he was here was the last time I tried to canter miles, and I was on him, and I'm like, go 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 go! <sighs> nothing, nothing, nothing. And I mean, by the time I finished trying to get the sources to canter, I was purple, and he <laughs> was like laughing at me. Because like, I look ridiculous. I look like some kid is like flopping around on a school pony trying to get it to canter. So I sent him the video because eventually he rode a horse after that that also didn't want to canter. And he did the same exact thing as me, which is like turning purple in the saddle trying to get the horse to canter. So I was like, I got my horse to canter. And then he sent me a picture of his foot. Oh, so gross. (laughs) I was like, why did you send me that? And it's a picture of his foot, which is totally black and blue. Do you want me to read you a uh, farm boy's text? Okay. Okay. You mean so his
0: own foot? Uh, yeah. It's his, his own, own foot. foot. Gotcha.
2: So it's a photo of his foot and it is like purple and black and all this. And I was, I wrote, uh, what, whose foot is that? And what the heck happened? And he said, had a colt step in a hole running down a calf, flipped over me. And I was like, a horse flipped over you, just stepped in a hole, and all you had was a bruised foot? And he said, yes, I got really lucky. Should have taken a saddle horn to the spine, but threw me over the front and on foot and got caught in the stirrup. So it kind of pulled me to one side, and he crushed Mm. the one foot, and his butt hit the ground right next to my head. (laughs) Oh, to be 20 and just be like hmm it just always you would i happened. would take us a
0: month to get up after that one
2: yeah 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 and so i just picked, i sent him a picture of a dog wearing a helmet I'm like he they don't wear helmets he's a cowboy oh, yeah. in wyoming they don't they wear helmets they would kick helmets. him out
0: They would
2: literally sh- send him out of wyoming if he showed up in a helmet and i'm just, and and um, do you know what the response to the dog wearing the helmet yeah. gif was nothing <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard back. <laughs> so, Farm Boy is alive. He's doing okay, and he'll be back in August, and it uh, can't come soon enough. It so should be only- healed by then. On, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Good times. Well, there there was an auditor who posted in our auditor group, and I wanted to address it a little bit. I'm not a lawyer, so keep that in mind. Neither one of us are lawyers or we doctors or anything else important with the title. Um, it says, question for y'all, has anyone ever set up some sort of trust fund to provide money for the care of their animals if something ever happened to them? I know I've heard of this and would like to get something set up, and I have no idea who to even ask for info. Go about it. Well, first of all, almost any family uh, A state lawyer can do this for you. It's not complicated. Um, We actually redid ours during COVID time. We we had it redone. But you can actually set up a trust for the animals. And the first thing is you have to decide who's going to take the animals and then get the agreement of that person (laughs) that – Let them know that you're going to get their animals um, and that they're okay with that. And then you can set out in there exactly what you want to happen. You can set a certain amount of money aside that's going to give them care till they're sold or whatever's going to happen to the animals. You know, maybe that person agrees to keep them for life and then you're going to put more money in the trust and that trust money then has to be used just for the care of the animals. Your attorney can help you with all of that. But it is definitely – this was a good idea and it was something we haven't talked about in a while. You need to get this done because, uh, you know, if – you know, everybody always thinks, well, if I die and, and my husband will take care of it or my wife will take care of it and, you know, they, 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 ha- they have a lot to take care of. But the scenario that you're really trying to compensate for, one, is if you're single and don't have a, a spouse or two, is if you both die together. So what happens if you die at the same time? You're in a car crash or whatever it is that happens. So that's <gasps> what you have to plan Monday for. Monday morning conversation, <laughs> but it is
2: necessary. Yes. Do you
0: do you have somebody take care of the animals? Because so you have a few.
2: <laughs> my my friend Larissa, who many people met at the movement, she and I have this agreement, and uh, I we were I think it was after the last time we talked about this on the show. I was like, hey, so like if something happens to me, can you like handle all the things? And she was like, I got you. She goes, but if something happens to me, can you handle all my things? And I was like, sure. Got you. Then I realized she has 15 horses. (laughs)
0: <laughs> See? I'm
2: like, oh god! I, plus, you All both right, need to get fine. it in writing
0: so that uh, I'll
2: take care of The family it. Yeah. doesn't
0: argue about it, so <laughs>
2: yeah. No, her husband knows, my husband knows, and I think both of them would be happy to not handle anything. <laughs> so
0: Again, it's like, that scenario. What happens if you both die at the same time? I you know, know I know.
2: We probably should do something more. Uh, in because stone. the money,
0: the money is the key. There, it's not necessarily who. It's it's what money do they get to help take care of. Uh, so that's, that's the key is what money is going to be there to help take care of the animals till they're adopted out or whatever. Uh, anyway, I didn't want to make it a long thing. I just wanted to say, you know, make sure you, it's just a reminder to get it done. Again, almost any estate attorney in any town in America can do this. So, uh, get it set up by a lawyer though, because there are some rules and regulations about trusts. You can get that done. I know a little bit about it because that was my previous life before all of this life. So uh, things have changed in the last 20 years, though.
2: I swear, like everything is a previous life for you. You have done everything.
0: Everybody keeps saying we should write a book. We probably should because we've done a lot of things. So, um, Done this one for the longest of any job I've ever had.
2: Oh, I'm so proud of you. Same <laughs> with me for radio. It's so thank you. Apparently tolerating
0: you. you. I've been able to tolerate anybody else that long. So
2: Or vice versa. We been have to tolerate you true. this long.
0: All right. Let's go to our first guest. Kale is joining us. She's host of the Sales and Breeding episode right here on Horses in the Morning every month. And she did something really cool over the weekend and made a few bucks, too. So we'll talk about that. Well, hi, Kayla. Welcome to an unusual day for you on the show.
3: <laughs> it's unusual because it's actually a day off from me. Yes, well, I was going to
0: say, is it unusual because her pocket is so full of <laughs> money? <laughs> Congratulations. Um, you won the $10,000 Buckeye Nutrition Futures Pre over the weekend at the World Equestrian Center. How cool thank is you that? that.
3: Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you guys, I almost didn't jump in it. I was like, it was it was going to be a warm-up for another class that I'm going to end up doing uh, in a week and a half. And so I was like, oh, I'll just do the 140 instead of the Futures Pre. And then I was like, you know what? I want to do the Futures Pre. It'd be really fun. So let's go. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> what is you... a Futures Pre? Yeah. So it's kind of, um, it's a 135 to a 140 meter. Um, and I don't know how many feet that is, but it's tall. It's up to my eyeballs. Um, and you're tiny. That can be two and a half feet. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, 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 hey now, it was giant. (laughs) (laughs) I was laying on the ground, but it was really, really tall. Um, no. So it's kind of like a pre, a pre, pre. Um, so they, they set it up for young horses or people getting ready to jump in a Grand Prix, uh, like to add a little pressure, they give offer more prize money, things like that, so... Good and, Lord, that's four and a half feet tall. <laughs> yep,
0: that's <Jesus>. about right. <laughs>
3: uh, I'm only five foot tall, so
0: yes, that sounds about right. <laughs> so now, and it wasn't like, you know, in the past when we've talked about people winning a class, when there were like two people in the class and they were one of two and then they won. You had 32 people in this class. And, and as you said, these are people that are, are getting up there. These aren't, you know, these aren't people jumping cross rails anymore.
3: No, no. no. Um, You know, it's been pointed out that I beat Aaron Vale. He did go on to, he was on a young horse, but he did go on to uh, win the Grand Prix later that day. So I must have angered him. I'm totally kidding.
0: (laughs) Tell Uh, us about your horse for those that don't know.
3: um, So his name is Doki Dularay. He's French bred. Um, He's nine years old and I bought him off of a video. Um,
0: You never went over because that was during COVID sort of, wasn't it?
3: Uh, it was before COVID, but it, yeah, I just didn't go over it cause I'm cheap. And uh,
2: <laughs> I remember you buying this horse. You were like, <laughs> he came from like the Czech Republic or something. Yeah. I mean, something he came really from the random. Czech
3: Republic. He came from the Czech Republic. I'm actually still friends with the, the people I bought him from and actually his breeders found me online. Um, and so I got a bunch of his baby photos as well, which was really cool. Um, but he was he was advertised as 17 hands. Um he is not, in fact, 17 hands. He is almost 18 hands. He is a monster.
0: Um, <laughs> when you see him up close, Jamie, he is a monster.
3: Their He's, meter conversion is a little off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were the using hands. they were using their selling stick, which I'll have to talk on the sales and breeding episode about. There's definitely a sales stick and then a buying stick, and they are two completely <laughs> different measuring sticks. Um but the it doesn't really matter. He's, he's the most incredible horse. Um, he's definitely the smartest horse I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, he's, he's a little bit borderline Zeus. He has let himself out of his stall a couple times. Uh, he knows exactly where his best friend is at all times. And he bellows for him if he doesn't, uh, just the smartest horse with the most massive step, which is kind of cool as I'm doing my show jumping journey. Uh, being able to leave steps out in lines and do it like in a very calm manner. Just, I'm doing nine steps. This is a 10 stride line, or an, I'm doing seven and it's an eight stride
0: line, and just like walk well, down below. Well, you line. know, to be fair, he has almost <laughs> 18 hands. And it, so these four foot jumps are like cross rails for him.
3: Oh, he gets mad now. So I'll go and do like a warm up class of like a 130 or even just a, a normal 135. And he's pissed to be in the class he's like this
0: is this so is beneath small. me yeah
3: and he'll have a rail every now and then just because he's so mad <laughs> he has to, i'm like these are massive i'm still very impressed and he's like well makes one of us because uh <laughs> i want to be jumping the grand prix i am grand prix horse now or as he says he is a f- the future since he's now won the future prix <laughs>
0: So, how do do you have to qualify like for the Saturday night Grand Prix, right? Which is the big jumping where you get into some, I mean, this was $10,000, which compared to what most adventurers will ever see in their lives, that's a lot of money. But oh my gosh, I was ecstatic. I bet you were. But to get into the, you know, quarter million dollar classes, do you qualify? How's that work?
3: Yeah. So, it depends on the venue. Um, I'm pretty sure for WEC, and I could be wrong. a lot of people do jump in the welcome, which is the Thursday class uh, before the Grand Prix, and it's kind of their warm-up class. Um, so a lot of people will jump in the welcome as a warm-up, but you don't aren't required to. But like say at try-on, you're required to jump in the welcome, and you have to qualify to then jump in the Grand Prix. So only the top 30 from the welcome, so say there's 70 jumping in the class. Uh, for the welcome only 30 of those people will go on to jump in the grand prix um so but at WEC they kind of they they encourage they like the the show they like to include all the people so you don't technically have to um for an fei you do you have to jump in one of the other classes before the the big class um So there were two weeks of FEI that just finished up here down at WEC, which was super exciting because it was their first FEI, um, and they did a beautiful job. But those riders had to jump in one of, I think it was two classes that were offered in the beginning of the week to then jump on Saturday.
0: And you, you were telling me off. You were telling us off the air, you know, about the world. We were talking about the World Equestrian Center, and you, in your quote in the article we read, said that uh, you made a bet. Tell us about the bet. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: um, I have a new groom. She's eighteen. She just came down from Maine. Uh, just graduated high school, actually. And she, she's always so excited. She's like, "So when you guys win?" So we were. Ta- she was tacking up the horse. Meanwhile, mind you, I'm, I'm going to back uh backtrack just a little bit. I almost didn't braid for the class because I was running late. So I'm doing up the braids as she's tacking them up. The class has already started. I'm 16th to go. Um and I'm doing up the braids because I still adventure style uh sew them in. And uh she goes, so when you win the class today, um I think you should take me and Lizzie, who's um one of my clients, out to dinner tonight. To celebrate uh, at the at the Yellow Pony, which is the restaurant, the pub that's uh, at WEC, one of my favorite places. I think I've been on to talk about the giant head head size pretzel, but anyways, I'm digressing. It is so, too. We've
0: seen it in person <laughs> now. It's a head size pretzel. <laughs>
3: it's so delicious. I had one. Um. So they. Uh, I I'm not a betting person, so I was like, okay, well the likelihood of me winning is one in thirty two. So. <laughs> I will take you up on that bet. Uh, I will treat you guys to dinner if I win. And so we we and went out so to the Yellow Pony. <laughs> you
2: ended up going to Yellow Pony
3: and then you fired her. Yes, exactly, because <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Uh, no, now she's my good luck charm. She has to stick around. Well, no, that's true. Yeah, um, she can never go to college. This kid can't well, go to
0: college ever. <laughs>
3: exactly, no more education for you. Um, I didn't go. Look how I how I turned yeah, out. Yeah, you're winning big um, $10,000 classes. <laughs> um, the life choices I made leading up to this point, eh, a little questionable. But um, no, but what was really fantastic is I said that in in the interview And they actually called me later on. I I actually didn't answer because I was like, I don't know this number. I'm not answering this. Um, And they left me a text message after and said, hey, this is, you know, Brett from from the World Equestrian Center. I hear you want to have dinner at the Yellow Pony. And they don't really take reservations, but they're like, so how many people and at what time? And (laughs) I was like, whoa. (laughs) And it was free, right? Because Yeah, like, you, I wish. <laughs> they wrote me a check. They're like, you can pay for dinner.
0: <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, that is the kind of thing that makes a difference when you're at a show, doesn't it? The little things like that.
3: Yeah, no, it really does. The The hospitality that they have is just incredible. And it was really exciting to, you know, do your first interview. You know, I I have the podcast, you know, that we do here, but... I don't really get interviewed I mean you guys interview me but it's like talking to friends so it's we don't count yeah No, that's it. not what I mean. No, my head's gotten really big. I'm a winner now. So, you know, <laughs> you little people. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's um,
2: true. Whenever I've been interviewed for stuff, I'm like, uh, uh, just, please don't make me sound like a spaz. Because I, oh. I, I turned into a spaz and I read this article and I was like, dang, she's good. She didn't even sound like a spaz. Oh, no. I, she left out so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, and
3: there was
2: one time when I was like seven, I totally was like riding my
3: oh. horse. Like, yeah, no, that's how I do it. So, yeah. And- And then you think of after the fact, you're like, oh, I should have said this. Oh, I should have said that. You know, like I didn't even say that, you know, I've produced this horse. I took him to his first ever competition, um, not knowing that I had taken him to his first ever competition. But that's a different story. But uh, and then, you know, I took him to we did our first night classes together. We've done. Everything that we've done show jumping wise we've done together as our first so you know his first 120 was my first 120 his first you really have grown up together <laughs> was, yeah we really have like he's like he's definitely my heart horse and uh, it's just funny because I'm very very petite and he's very very large and literally the whole interview that she was asking me questions I just kept saying like well he's a really big horse. He's really big.
2: <laughs> My pony is super huge. <laughs> He's really Please big. Please don't make me sound. She
0: does stars. look like a peanut when you're in the stands and watching her go around. Because we've been lucky enough to see her go around on this horse. She looks like a peanut up there. <laughs> she well, I just <laughs> I've
2: watched I watch your like videos, Kyla, <laughs> and 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 watching your videos kind of through the years, really with him. It it. I remember saying to you and commenting on one of those, like he looks like this is embarrassing for him to (laughs) jump this small. Like when you were jumping, but I watched this video and like, I'm like, okay, okay. He's, he's actually
3: trying at this height. (laughs) Finally trying a little bit. And he's, uh, you know, but it is funny because it's, I've never been on such a cocky horse before (sighs) that he just walks in and he owns the arena for those, you know, however, 80 seconds. And he he just there's an air about him. And I'm up there like, you know, having a heart attack. And he's like, can you calm down up there? Like, (laughs) I can I can feel your heart racing and you need to you need to get your together because we have a job to do. And hold on. And you should probably slow me down because I'm going to get down this line really, really quickly.
0: (laughs) So when is (laughs) your first Grand Prix Grand Prix?
3: Um, so. (laughs) That's this was my warm up to go down to Venice. I'm going to go down to Venice, um, and jump in my first Grand Prix on the 19th. Yay! Look wow. at you! Yeah.
0: Congratulations!
3: Yeah. So it should be exciting. Uh, they just
0: put in Venice, a new Italy. Ring. You're going to Venice, Italy to do. Yeah, a Grand Prix. I'm going all the way to Venice because I'm a winner now.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I keep saying to everything. I'm like, well, I'm a winner now, so you know. Can't. Um, no, Venice, Florida. So two and a half hours away, just below Sarasota, I think. Yes. Um, I've never been, but I heard that the the ground there is lovely i mean it's it's no it's no weck but um not ev- nothing is so you know <laughs> i was telling my client the other day i was like you know that this is our now our our backyard venue this is like in our backyard because we moved down here specifically you know to compete at weck and to base our our lives around it and i was like not a lot of people get to say that this is their this is their backyard yeah, you venue you
0: the largest <laughs> equestrian center in the world in your as your backyard venue.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I live 10 minutes away. My farm that, that I were based out of is 10 minutes away. It's like a little 10 minute triangle. And, we are very, very
0: spoiled. And but. you could have shown your dog there, too, over the weekend because I there know. was a great big huge dog show there. So I mean, We really
3: missed out. We could have been winners in so many venues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, congratulations. And thanks, by the way. The World Equestrian Center is a sponsor of ours today, so that's convenient. You can find yeah. out the entire itinerary. They go. This show goes to the middle of August, and then there's a whole bunch of other shows coming up. So you can go to worldequestriancenter.com and find out all the details and the complete I- schedule.
2: I have a special thank you for, for Kayla. Um, there was a there was a time when I was a first starting <laughs> with the Horse Radio Network. And Glenn found this thing and he was like, hey, will you sing this song? And it was about <clears throat> cheese cleaning. And so I sang this song and then now, years later, I could have, now what I know is I could have told Glenn to suck it and I was not going to sing this song in public to then be going viral. I've only for this played
0: it about a thousand song. times. <laughs>
2: and it's been shared and it's so embarrassing and like, I, I don't know, I would have tried a little more had i known it would have the legs that it had but i am officially retiring <laughs> from being the sheath cleaning song girl because you have filled that spot
0: it's a different song so that we could have two uh this is a, and by the way if you're Listen, bothered we but, could do a duo a oh duet, there you go if you will. perfect
2: when I get down to WAC, find the karaoke night, and we'll, uh, we'll karaoke. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday nights
3: at the Horse and Hound, which is right up the street. Perfect. I'm, oh, they'll I'm love a, this I'm song. A local. That'll be perfect there
0: <laughs> while they're eating their steaks. So um, this, I Kayla sent me this, and it's a different sheath cleaning song. If you're bothered by sheath cleaning or anything to do with sheath cleaning, then uh, fast forward a minute because you're not going to want to hear this version so well,
3: i do have to uh preface that an auditor did post it and asked if someone would sing it um and i don't know why me. i was self vault yeah i think they tagged you and i was like well i feel like jamie's a little tired of being the sheep cleaning girl <laughs> yes and so you know why not humiliate myself in some way
0: Well, here's her humiliation right now.
3: This is the sheath cleaning song brought to you.
0: Were you in your truck?
3: (laughs) I was in my car. Here we go. Driving home.
0: (laughs) Well, it beats being in your shower. That would have been annoying. Uh,
3: By your sales and breeding host, Kayla Benny. Me, 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 me. It's so embarrassing. I like if it it's hanging and you see it, lube your hands. If it's hanging and you see it, lube your hands. If it's hanging and you see it, grab it quick, it's time to clean it. If it's hanging and you see it, lube your hands. If it's peely and <laughs> it's crusty, pick it off. If it's peely and it's crusty, pick it off. So if it's peely and it's crusty and the smell is kind of musty, if it's peely and it's crusty, pick it off. <laughs> if his weenie has a beanie, dig it out. If his weenie has a beanie, dig it out. If his weener has a beaner, pull it out and he'll be cleaner. If his weenie has a beanie, dig it out. Oh, now he's happy and you know it. Wash your hands now he's happy and you know it you better wash those hands it's a job that's kind of kinky now your hands are really stinky but he's happy and you know it wash those dang stinky hands
0: very well done
3: i will say the last little bit was improvised oh no are you serious i had no idea that was fantastic
2: And I am passing the baton through the microphone to you, my friend. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. I need to cut that out now, and
0: we need to post that everywhere and have it go viral (laughs) so that you, too, will will not be known for winning a $10,000 future pre, but for being the sheath-cleaning song song girl.
3: Oh, no. I'm, so I'm sure it'll make you
0: richer than that showing thing. Uh,
3: anything yeah. that makes me money, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let me tell you,
2: the checks just keep rolling in. <laughs> it's impressive.
0: Bye, Kayla. Congratulations. <laughs>
2: Bye.
0: Oh, that's fun. Well, look, I think she did a great job on both things. I think so. I think the song, I like that version, too. <laughs> well, it is gross. <laughs> So if you're just rejoining us, welcome back. Uh, Kayla has left us now. The song is over, so you are safe. Coming up next is another host here on the Horse Radio Network. It's Justine from Heels Down Happy Hour, and they have something they're celebrating as well. Well, As I said, we have Justine here from Heels Down Happy Hour, a show that seems like it just started yesterday. Hi, Justine. Hi. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. How are you guys? Do you remember, was it five years ago now, when we sat down to record the first episode, you guys were so nervous?
1: We were. We had no idea what we were doing. I remember Jess was pregnant with her first child. Now she has two. Um, We've we've really grown up together on Heels Down Happy Hour.
0: (laughs) And congratulations, you're celebrating this week. You're recording your 100th episode.
1: We are and we're just so we're just so thrilled that we've um, we've made it this far and we're all still friends. Um, But actually, we've had we've just had so much fun doing the podcast and just watching it grow and laughing at ourselves and with each other this whole time. But it's also been really special to be part of the Horse Radio Network family. Um, We've met so many people through the radio network uh, and it's just been a wild ride.
0: Well, and it is a drinking show because it is Heels Down Happy Hour. Have you figured out how much alcohol was consumed over that hundred episodes?
1: I don't think we want to ever put that number out there
0: into the ether.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's like asking a girl how much she weighs, Glenn. I mean she has. <laughs> Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, that means you've done a hundred drink recipes though.
1: Yeah, that yeah, we've sampled all kinds of cocktails. Um <laughs> A hundred different ones, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knew there were that many?
1: <laughs> One day we'll have to rank them, maybe. We could create a whole book, huh?
0: <laughs> My surprise question for this year to everybody is, this, and it involves surprises. What has been the biggest surprise for you doing the show? The thing you didn't expect that has really surprised you?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um You know, I think just the community of listeners, uh, I've just I'm always so dumbfounded. Like I've been at horse shows here in Florida where I'm from and people hear my name on, you know, the announcement and they come over and go, are you from Happy Hour? And I just it blows it blows me away every time that people from all over listen to our show and they're part of our Facebook group or just how connected people feel to uh, the silliness that we put out there, uh, it's it's a very cool feeling that people enjoy what we're doing uh, and it resonates in some way. But but, yeah, I've been at horse shows and people come up and go, is that Magic Mike, my horse? Because they hear mm-hmm. me talk about him <laughs> on the show, which is just really, really
0: cool. It it uh, it is interesting when you especially the first time that happens. I, I remember one of the first times that happened for us was at Rolex. You know, mm-hmm. and we—I was waiting in line for food, and it was soon after we started horses in the morning, I think. Uh, and I was waiting for food, and somebody recognized my voice from about ten back and yelled up, "Are you Glenn?" So I mean, that first time that happens, it is kind of cool. But then, then you do get it more often. You guys have a lot of followers, and your followers are kind of rabid too. The heels down happy hour fans are real, true fans of heels down happy hour. But you've created that, and you have—I think everybody's just looking for a welcoming. Non-negative community, and there's so few out there that they tend to gravitate towards the ones like for horses in the morning, Horse Radio Network, and you guys. I mean, and your show has done so well numbers-wise over the years.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we couldn't be happier with it with how it's grown how how many people we've met and connected with, um, whether they're professionals in the horse industry or listeners who have you know horses in their backyard or you know maybe our weekend warriors, an event, you know, three, four times a year. I feel like um, we like to be a place that everybody can come and have a glass of wine and share some laughs. And if you like horses, you're going to find your people within us, right? Somewhere along the
0: way. And you talk about some serious topics, but you also talk about, you know, as I said, drink recipe every week. So, you know, every episode. So, I mean, you you, you do cover the whole gambit of topics.
1: We do, yeah. And sometimes we, you know, we spiral and go <laughs> go into weird corners. Uh, we had a whole episode where we talked about what type of underwear we wear when we ride. Uh, but you'd be surprised at how, how long we could talk about something like that.
0: <laughs> well, and again, it's those things that people have to deal with every day but never talk about, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing too silly that we will, you know, we will broach on Heels Down Happy Hour.
2: Well, Justine, just this morning, my son was, a li- we were in the car and he was listening to a song and he had, uh, the song lyric was something about the word taboo. And he was like, mom, what does taboo mean? And I was like, those are things that most people don't talk about <laughs> that I have no problem <laughs> talking about. That's what that means. <laughs> and listening to Heels Down is, it's like, there's nothing that's taboo. We're just going to lay it out here. You know, I mean, that, that's kind of the whole idea of. What we do, especially, uh, you know, as women, like, Glenn, how many times have I talked about bras? And you're like, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of the important things we need to talk about is the taboo stuff. And you guys do such a great job of that. Thanks. Yeah, I think, you know, just pain brings a
1: really important lens to that, too, because it's uh, still taboo. But uh, it's hard to get a professional to open up about some of the hard stuff of managing a professional farm Uh, And I find that Jess and Doug, when we have Doug on the show, which is quite frequent, you know, they're they're happy to answer any question, you know, about money, about, you know, keeping the horses going, about their schedules, uh, the highs and lows. Um, And I think that you kind of demystify some of what you think what happens at the top level of the sport that way, too.
0: I want to give some credit too, all credit actually, to Patricia, who is the one who started the Heels Down magazine and she's also president of Eco Gold. And uh, you know, she was she and you, both of you, approached me uh way back when about doing this show and, and uh so all credit to Patricia. She she had the vision for this and uh I think drug you along and then <laughs> <laughs> And here She's you are. Amazing.
2: And I was just talking to her at Land Rover on how addicted I am to the, the spark, the heels down spark. It's an email that comes out, I believe it's just Monday through Friday. And oh, my God, it's the best articles. I just love reading it. So I know you have a lot to do with that as well. So I love it. Oh, uh, happy
1: to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, no, Patricia is absolutely the vision uh, behind the podcast. And also The Spark, Um, it's our daily email newsletter, like you said, Jamie, we try to keep it fresh and interesting, but also kind of fun, right? It doesn't have to be too serious, um, where we cover the gamut of what's happening in the horse world, but sprinkle in what's happening in the world um, in there as well. And it's, uh, yeah, it's been an absolutely super fun ride watching Heels Down grow and change in different ways over the years.
0: Now, you want people to help you celebrate, so how do they do that?
1: Yes, so since we're taping our 100th episode this week as we speak, um, we're inviting all listeners, if you're a fan, if you listen to us every month or uh, just when you remember or you just like the show, uh, we'd love for you to leave us a voicemail. We have a phone number for you to call. Share your favorite memory, your favorite episode, something we talked about that made you laugh, or you learned something from our show. And you can call. I'm about to give you the number. So grab a pen and paper. The number is 813 702 9162. Again, that's 813 702 9162. That's a us number for those calling from other places but just go ahead and leave us a voicemail and we are going to share those voicemails on our 100th episode so you could be featured on the next episode of the heels down happy hour podcast if you call in uh and go ahead and do that today if you can the sooner the better
0: all right, very good. Well, congratulations again. I remember having these initial conversations. I remember recording the first episode. And the show's exactly what we hoped it would become is kind of the evening version of what we do here in the morning, uh, you know, kind of the other end of the day. So it was always morning drive radio and afternoon drive, right, Jamie? That was the two. Mm-hmm. You're kind of the afternoon plan. drive. So yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you justine for joining us today and congratulations to you to your co-hosts to your sponsors and also to patricia for making it this far
1: thanks glenn thanks jamie talk to you guys soon soon. bye Bye.
0: you know that puts them in the top one percent of all podcasts because only one percent of podcasts ever make it to 100 episodes
2: I do I'm I'm a part of this female podcasting Facebook group and people are always asking for advice and asking for <clears throat> suggestions and ideas and so many times it's like uh, I'm just really burned out of doing my show. And I really am. Is it OK if I just stop? We've done 12 and like, I'm like
0: seven or uh-huh.
2: yeah. like I'm tired of doing it every month, you know, like, oh, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> what we do it, here on the Horse Radio Network is so different. It's just but it's consistent. And that's what Heels Down has been. And, and even when they had to switch hosts, they've kept it consistent and that's what what you and i have have set out to do here on the show is also be consistent
0: and that's tough five days a week sometimes <laughs> it's yeah. tough and you know uh, i well congratulations to them i really appreciate them being on the network and continuing to do the show it's a really good show go check it out on any podcast players called heels down happy hour or on speaking the horse of radio network app
2: yes speaking of consistency we consistently have listeners with problems
0: And we're going to talk about those right after I mention Purina. Attention horse owners, are you looking to help your horse recover with ease after a strenuous workout? Would you like to nourish your horse and their digestive system? If so, try the new Purina Replenimash product. It's much more than a mash. Replenimash promotes hydration, replenishes electrolytes, and supports gastric comfort. Put Purina's research to the test. Stop into your local Purina retailer and grab a bag of Purina Replenimash product today. All right, it's that time. Let's do it. It's
2: time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. So what I do for these is I take screenshots of the Facebook posts and, I, uh, so I go through my pictures and I was looking through my pictures as you know, just going through all of them. And, uh, I saw one of my equestrian non-equestrian first world problems yesterday is I went to Costco and, um, spent a lot of money and I was like, I'm going straight home so I can get frozen items like popsicles. And it's like a billion degrees outside, but I put everything in my trunk and I put all the frozen stuff together, and I'm driving home. And here's a photo I have of me being stopped in front of a train. Oh, I no. got stopped <laughs> at a freaking train. And do you? Know and your trains what my-
0: are long out there.
2: <laughs> oh God! Middle of the country, they just keep on going. It's like, hey, let's let's see if we can make a world record large size train so I get home, and my popsicles were all juice boxes. <laughs> Little juice baggies. So that's my first one. I thought
0: you were going to say you ran back there and ate them all quick. That's what I thought you were going
2: to say. I should have. To. It <laughs> turns out we just drank them when we got home. I refroze them so they're going to be like, like, look like cake pops <laughs> <laughs> because I hung them all upside down in the freezer and like put the stick in it. And, uh, yeah, it's a mess and then they'll never be the same. There really is a uh, difference in length
0: of <laughs> trains from the East Coast to the middle there really is a difference.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was record breaking. Like I took, I had I took a picture. I was like, Chad, I swear to God I'm on my way home, but this is my view right now. (laughs) And I get home and all of my popsicles were melted. And then I had some pizzas that were frozen and they were like, frisbees we're that eating were like all the
0: pizzas now frisbees
2: <laughs> <laughs> so bad anyway let's move along sorry that was just in my photos uh these equestrian first world problems are submitted by our listeners and i put up a post on sunday sometimes monday morning and ask you to share yours i put this up fairly early yesterday afternoon which gives people plenty of time to then post it so there's hundreds hundreds i mean crazy so i can't get to all of them but just know i appreciate every single one of you that are dealing with all of these sad tales now this is for the auditors and i put it up in the auditor's facebook page and so if people want to be involved in this glenn how do they become an auditor
0: it's very simple just go to horseradionetwork.com click on the auditor banner and for as little as three dollars a month you can play along
2: Basically, you're just paying to listen to a free podcast, but it supports the networking. Glenn needs all the help he can get. Um, And And it helps support Jamie,
0: too. In 10 years, so I
2: appreciate everything. Uh, Laura says, oh, Laura, it's so pretty. She posted a picture of a brand new trailer. It is gorgeous. And her problem is, my new trailer is so pretty. And it finally got here after a 10-month wait. And my horse is lame and I have nowhere to go. (laughs)
0: Ours is pretty. I don't want to put sawdust in it for the first time.
2: I mean, it's so pretty. You don't want to get it dirty. I know.
0: I don't want to get ours dirty either. I'm with you. I'm with you.
2: Uh, Jillian says, my younger horse is turning out to be a fantastic trail horse. But now I have to choose which horse to take trail riding every weekend. Carrie says, the green-headed flies are terrible, and my fancy horse is so offended.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We had those when we lived in Massachusetts. They come out for three weeks in July, and they are awful. They will bite your face off.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. February sucks. It seems like February, no matter where you are, it sucks. And July sucks. No matter where you are, there's ticks, there's spiders, there's bugs, there's flies. There's, you know, like I've always said, I hate winter. I'm actually starting to appreciate it because it is a break in the bugs because the (laughs) dang bugs. So on a side note about flies, you know, there's little like, uh, they're little bag traps and you cut the top of them and you put water in them and hang them up. I have determined the best way to use those, would you like me to tell you, or should I save them? Yeah, that? they get really
0: gross and smelly after a while, those bags.
2: Well, they're so gross. So here's what happens. If you, I've I've now taken them, I've hung them up high, I've hung them outside the barn, because people are like, you don't want to put them in the barn because they attract flies. So you want to put it outside the barn that attracts flies. If you put them outside the barn, you catch 10. If you take them and you hang, I put a piece of baling twine through it, and I hang them six inches from the ground.
0: That's it. Jennifer did that in the stalls when the horses weren't in. That's
2: right. I feel like at this point I should have eradicated flies in Norman, Oklahoma (laughs) because I have caught 10 billion. And then I take them when they start to stink. I take them out of the barn and I hang them up on my arena because I don't want to put them in the dumpster too soon because then the dumpster stinks. I have to wait till like right before they come on Wednesdays to put them in the dumpster. But I keep forgetting. So there's a line of like 15 full (laughs) fly traps hanging On my arena fence and it smells like something dead. It's so gross. Anyway, there you go. That's my, that's my tip. Uh, Chantel says ghosted by a farrier story of my life.
0: Oh, that sucks. Well,
2: Chantel, I'm going to tell you how to fix that because April's equestrian first world problem is my husband accidentally tipped our farrier $100. Good news is we are now our farrier's favorite customer.
0: I bet they are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bad news is he thinks my husband's a better tipper. And what the heck am I supposed to do for Christmas?
0: Chief. bastard. <laughs> when
2: you make an appointment, just say we do tip. Now, do you think he accidentally tipped the farrier because, like, she paid for the shoes and then turns out? I think out, he has like- no
0: idea. I know April and her husband, and I think he was in charge of it that day because she was gone and he had no idea. Now, I would be the one that wouldn't realize you're supposed to tip and would give them nothing. So I'd be at I the other end. I,
2: do you tip your farrier? I
0: don't think Jennifer does.
2: I, I, they come too often for me to tip, but I give her a she cash prize. A I'm cash not sure that you
0: need a or, tip. <laughs> that, that's a horse husband speaking.
2: You know what, though? They charge a lot, but dear God, I ain't going to do it.
0: Now. No, that's so true. That is true. Every penny. That's
2: true. Um, Jennifer says Willow and I, and that's her four month-old baby. Oh, wait, here she says it. Willow and I went for a walk today in her full size Julie halter to celebrate her four month-old birthday. But it's too small already. Oh, but wait! I bought them in every size when I was at Monty's. <laughs> uh, yeah, she started with the purple, which is like the mini, and then there's the green one, which is for weanlings up to about a year. I find it works six months to a year, and then there's the red, and then there's the black. And hopefully, she will never have to wear the. Scooter, blue, where's the green? The
0: tractors.
2: Yes, that's yeah. like the year six Pony to size, six yeah. months to a year on a normal horse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Heather said, I had a photo shoot with my horses today. Yay. And my one horse double barrel kicked his brother, and it was so embarrassing we had to stop. (laughs) Please (laughs) tell me you got that picture. I want that picture. Anna says, I have a super cool opportunity to be in Young Riders Magazine. But now, to prepare for it, I have to go spend like a bunch of money at Dover. Dude, totally worth it. Uh, Chelsea says, I can't decide between my mini horse. <laughs> I, this is such a weird thought. I can't decide if between my mini horse and my half lease horse that I have, do I have one whole horse or like 0.75 of a horse? <laughs> Why are you thinking about that? <laughs> uh, you pro- I guess you have one. Well, yeah, it's a mini. So that's like, yeah, you have 0.75 horses. You have a half lease and then oh, it'd, be, it'd be one whole horse. See, this is where you can't do this to me on the air because then I go down that hole. Okay. Juniper says another border and I have an arrangement where she turns on her horses at night and I bring them in for breakfast in the morning. And I'm saving so much time and money on gas. But now I don't get to see my horse twice a day. (laughs) Horse chick. Carrie says I coached a bunch and watched 45 stadium rides. 45 stadium rides before I went in to jump for my turn. and I. You went off course. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. You literally watched 45 <laughs> people do the exact course, and you went off course. <laughs> so it's something I would do. Uh, and you probably walked the course with your yes. students. Yes. And- <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, she said, I'm such an idiot. Uh, Amy said, I recently had to use a phrase, well... This would be the last time I would talk to. I recently had to use a phrase, quote, while horseback riding is a sport while talking to a guy on a dating app. Swipe left.
0: Yes. Don't even bother. Yeah, maybe yeah,
2: you have to say that because uh, I don't want to know what the conversation was leading up to the fact that you had to actually say that because it was like, oh, what sports do you play? At least this is where my brain went I was like, what sports do you play? Well, I, I ride horses. Well, horseback riding is the sport. I wouldn't even take the time to respond to that swipe left or right or whatever it is where you get rid of them. I've been married since Tinder. Yeah, came I out. don't
0: <laughs> I have any experience <laughs> yeah. with that either. <laughs>
2: Uh, Katie and now I, my space dated. Okay. <laughs> Katie says I'm horse shopping and went to look at one and I wanted to share the experience and get some input from the wonderful auditors. And then after setting up a new computer, I couldn't remember my Facebook password. And then I got locked out of Facebook. So I had to make a whole new account just so I can get back into the auditor group. <laughs> And it's Katie C A T I E, but her last name starts with a Z, so look for her. She's yeah, she
0: she wrote ordinal. me this note. You got to let me in. This is who I am, and she explained it all.
2: <laughs> oh, bless her heart. She just wanted to talk to her friends. Colleen said, "I wanted to make a TikTok where my horse was pawing, but none of my horse's paw, so I had to pick up his foot and do it myself, like she did." T- <laughs> okay. then somebody said you have to post a video and literally it's a video of her i didn't hear the audio because i was on the air but it's like a video of her like leaning against a wall and then that's a horse's foot banging but if you look you can see halfway up the foot her hand is pushing his (laughs) foot
3: into the wall
2: (laughs) tanya says at 47 i decided i learned to jump despite being terrified of jumping and after a few lessons i've discovered that jumping is amazing and now i have to figure out how to have the time and the money to go to both dressage shows and hunter shows and somehow not make my husband leave me
0: Oh, just do eventing and then you can combine them both. You only go to do one show. Yeah.
2: There you go. Cool. See, it's only three days. So. You're just going to have
0: to learn that whole cross country thing. That's a whole nother Here's level what of I jumping. Did. But, you know. When
2: I was competing in California, I just had Chad bring his golf clubs and he would just go play golf while I would do the thing. And it was way easier. Uh, Allison says, I finally sat on my pony for the first time and now I want to ride him, but he's got a super short back. And now I need a saddle fitter and a new saddle for your new <laughs> horse. Of course. It always works like that.
0: All right, time for um, one more.
2: Oh, but there's so many other good ones. Okay, so I, I've been trying to do like a, like a winner of Equestrian oh, yeah, yeah. First Four Problems. You know, and it's like the last one that I read is is kind of my internal winner. And uh, this prize that you get is Glenn's going to send you a million dollars. So mm-hmm. the winner for this month, wait for that check. It's, it's not real money. Any
0: <laughs> Not really money.
2: It's not even you're not even get anything, but whatever. It's fun to say, Casey. Congratulations, and you win because I feel this in so many ways. Last week was the county fair, and I took my kid to watch the 4-H show, hoping he would want to show his pony next year. And he totally wants to jump to join 4-H, but he wants to join 4-H so he can put the stupid Lego robots together instead of riding. <laughs>
0: Did do yes! that in 4-H? <laughs> I don't
2: know, but now I can get my kid to at least join 4-H. There's some sort of Lego component to it because he's not going to show I thought chickens.
0: you were going to come back and say you wanted to show chickens or... Rabbits or something.
2: We actually, I even told Lucas. I was like, we have like a really cute silky. I was like, we can take her and show her. And he was like, that'd be great when like you join 4-H. And I was like, and we can take Duke. And you can like. He's like, never mind.
0: Never mind. You ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) You went too far, Mom. Went
2: too far. (laughs) Too much. Showing so. the chicken
0: sounded okay. You put it in the cage, and then that's it. You know, and then you, you just, go eat. Yeah, you there it is. Go eat funnel cakes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I
2: feel you, Casey. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> well, that's it for today's show. Auditors, hang on. We're going to talk a little movies and maybe a little bit about breeding in the post-show. Uh, we'll be back. We have a full boat of shows for you this oh, week. Can I give? Yeah. I have
2: one. I have my own equ- equestrian first okay. problem. Okay. And I'm just going to – I know I told you I didn't want to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it anyway because it's so annoying that she does so many cute things. So my baby Philly got a tiny cut on her leg, but – in baby Philly world a tiny cut means you have to bandage it because of the weather and the flies and like it's so so baby Philly has a bandage on that I'm supposed to change like every four days and of course I can't change a baby horse's bandage by myself well because she's wild as a deer so I have to take her to the vet clinic and they change the bandage with one more bandage change and then I can take the bandage off and she can go out and here's the problem Glenn is that she does so many cute things. And I want to post all these videos of her. But if I post a video That's of a my baby horse in a bandage, people are gonna think, number one, I'm either cruel or something is wrong with her. And she only has a little tiny cut, but I have to protect it from all of the elements and the bugs and all the things because July sucks. But I can't post any
0: baby No, you can't. You can't. No. I don't know, you can't. I know You'll be accused of, of abuse and people will be showing up opinion. at your house.
2: <laughs> exactly. You know my history with people posting really <laughs> terrible things on my page. So I've been having just to post pictures of her little nose, but it's just know <laughs> that it's coming. One more bandage change. It's just a tiny little cut. And like I But I'm over killing overkilling. The, I'm over loving her to get it to heal, but just know it's killing me. Like the author who
0: posted her horse getting up had had uh, uh, fly wraps on her legs, and apparently the comments on on her page mm-hmm. were about how abusive it is to have weights on horses' legs. Yes, like that. yes.
2: I, I blindfold and weight all my horses, <laughs> and poor my poor Andalusian has like some sort of like. Horrible muzzle thing where, like, I'm oh, yeah, they must hate him. muzzles. Oh, my god, oh, yeah, <laughs> and they oh, do yeah. look
0: like torture devices. Let's be honest, <laughs> it does,
2: it does, but yeah, you can't. I can't post baby videos, but just know that's why, because everybody's been messaging me. I haven't seen a baby video in forever. Yeah, I know. I can't post it because I'll get really bad <laughs> Yeah, that was a smart
0: move. From-
2: yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> tomorrow, yeah, That's my problem. Tomorrow we have the Endurance episode. Karen's back. We have Mary Kitzmiller later in the week. And, of course, Jamie and I are here. Get your ads in to Jennifer at Horse Radio Network for Really Bad Ads on Friday. We'll see y'all.
2: Babe, neuter, Geld, everybody. Let's talk some